Hey everybody, thanks for watching. And uh, make sure that you subscribe, share the video. And uh, I'm Jason Mangum, the pastor of the River Church. And I have with me my good friend and co-author, Mark Anderson. He's the leading authority on the Bilderberg Group, the Trilateral Commission, the World Bank, and so many other topics that are dealing with government and uh, really a globalist agenda. And, uh, but today we have a very serious topic that we're going to be talking about, which is an agenda from, um, and, and Mark's going to be talking more about the association and this upcoming conference that is actually trying to take over and in many ways has already infiltrated the education system. And so that is very perverted, teaching kids as young as three years old. We're talking about pre-K, where they actually have a choice of what they are. So not based upon how you were born. And so this is a very serious topic. And uh, so this is a, really a special broadcast that we made time as soon as we learned about it, that we wanted to get involved and get you the information so you can get involved. So Mark, great to have you here today. Great to be back for another uh, Stop the Presses World Impact News video. We've yes. got quite a few of them now. Yes, we have. And they're lining up. Yeah, we're talking not just a mere fender bender here, right. Jason. We're talking gender bender. Yeah. And I wish it were, ladies and gentlemen, just another <clears throat> sundry educational controversy. We remember Goals 2000. More recently, we've dealt with the ups and downs of Common Core <clears throat> and the linkages to Bill Gates and some of the um, less than stellar aspects of Common Core in terms of educating or miseducating our kids. What we're dealing with now, though, ladies and gentlemen, with a National, National Education Association, NEA, the Big Teachers Union and Advocacy Group, with their annual conference dead ahead July 3 through 7 in Houston, Texas, with that coming up as we film this on the 12th of June, 2019, um, we're looking at something much more comprehensive and invasive and dark in terms of the agenda, in terms of the details, in terms of what and who's behind it, to confuse kids, as Jason alluded to, as young as three years old on up to the 12th grade, the senior year, pre-K through 12, to, to, to engender this gender confusion, to make kids way before they should be thinking about anything sexual, uh, redefine their own sexuality, irrespective of how they were born, irrespective of biology, irrespective of any God-given attributes of society or the human race. So this is very broad, very deep, very, very pervasive, very invasive to, um, as Jane Eden, a member of the Idaho Eagle Forum, described it to me in a recent phone conversation, <clears throat> to push this into the schools so deeply that other academic pursuits run the risk of being driven to the margins. In other right. words, schools potentially could become almost nothing but gender, transsexual, um, sexually fluid kinds of teaching and indoctrination and math and reading, writing and arithmetic and all the things that we believe our kids should be taught at school would be diminished more and more and more. So this is what I mean by pervasive and invasive. Right. It, it's an all-encompassing thing. Right. And even if it weren't 
anything more than just another subject to be taught throughout the day, but it appears to be much more than that. Right. But even if it were just limited to being math, science, you know, gym, gym class, and then you had part of a class devoted to gender issues, even if that were the case, and it's not, it's much more than that, we'd still be looking at a problem because we're, we're at a fundamental crossroads, Jason. We're at a, we're at a crossroads where is, is humanity the absolute arbiter of everything in our destiny and everything in our being? Or is there a God that created us? Is there an inherent nature to our, to our being? Certain things that are uh, immovable, uh, that, that, don't, that don't change with trends, that don't change with fads, and, and, and ever and ever uh, never ending change like that engendered and talked about by Barack Obama. Hope and change, constant change, which is the Marxist way, constant revolution right. where we never know what our moral compass is anymore. So do we have certain parts of our lives that are inherently the way they are because they're a God-given natural born thing and they're, they're something that cannot simply bend to the whims of cultural trends or moved whichever way the wind blows or is everything about our, our lives just fluid and, and strictly dependent on choice whatever way the wind blows is the way we go there are no more there are no fixed moral absolutes we're at a crossroads yeah yeah and that's that's what's being infiltrated and so it's a, it's really an agenda to actually if I was to say a, a good description of it is to brainwash these young children and get them at a young age because they're looking to take over the next generation. I was talking with, with uh, I have two boys, my wife and I, uh, we have two boys. They're now in one graduated high school, uh, going starting college and another one, a sophomore in high school. And so I was talking with them about this very issue. And they said, when we were growing up, we, wanted, we never wanted to be a, a girl. Matter of fact, girls gave us cooties. You know what I mean? We, and, and it was that way. There was nobody that actually, and, and, he's, and, and both of them were saying, we wanted to be boys. And he didn't want anything to do with the girls. And the girls didn't want anything to do with the boys which because was normal. of this, which was normal. Yeah, the first few years and, of elementary school, there was not a revulsion, but there was a right. keeping at arm's length the opposite gender because you weren't there yet physiologically to develop the natural attraction right. that's built into us that eventually can and often should lead to marriage and, right. and children and normal familial structures. Right. There's a time and a place for that. And it certainly is not three years old and it's not even five years old. Yeah. And it's really not even seven years old. Right. And we, we all remember that. Oh, the, the girls were over here on the playground and the boys were over here and there was yeah. that, ooh, cooties. Right. Because it just wasn't time yet. And that was natural. You, you understand? Absolutely. They weren't taught that. That was natural to them. But now you could see, and that's why they're going after the young first. And now you see such an attack. Why? Because they're sponges. And then they're going to right. actually start believing this stuff because they're being taught it that it's normal. And that's what the always, certainly what the media wants to do what the NEA wants to do is normalize this. This is the norm, normal way of life. This is normal. And so you're right. We're at a crossroads. And that's why everyone that is watching this video, you need to get involved. And it doesn't, Mark and I were talking about this. 
Don't go to the school board. Don't go to the administrator of the school. You need to go to law enforcement because this is perverted. It would be just like you had a babysitter that came into your home to watch your three and four and five-year-old and, and sat down with them, put on pornography and begin to watch it and uh, make them watch it. And that's what this is because this is not an opt-out. This, this is not that's an opt-out. This is you must, you're required and you must accept it. And that's where this is so sick. It's almost like this whole perverted agenda is they want you to come into there. And that's where the transgender homosexuality, when has it ever been normal to talk about sex openly? What you do in the bedroom? You know, there's locker room talk. I understand that. There's water cooler talk, but it's never been acceptable to talk about what you do in the bedroom. And they want you to come into the bedroom with them See the perverted things they do. See what they're doing that is wrong and accept it. And that's where this is such a huge, huge problem. On a spiritual level, on an educational level, yes. on a practical level, on an ethical level across the board. Across the board. And remember the, the old, it takes a village to raise a child during the goals 2000 and earlier educational experiments put forth right. by none other than Hillary Clinton. Yes. The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. That's right. That's why they want to get children sexualized and indoctrinated at such a young age. And that's why, on a more positive note, children can learn foreign languages, let's say, at a younger age, because their mind is like a sponge. It's not all bad that children are malleable at that age, right. but, but the, dark, the downside to it is when you bring in things like this. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the details as we move along in this video here today, keep in mind that even if they weren't trying to get your children to question their own gender, their natural-born gender, if you, if you will, their God-given gender, they're still... Even if your child sticks to his or her natural born gender, there's still the risk of over-sexualization at a young right. age. Right. Um, because there's literature being put together by uh, foundations and NGOs, non-governmental organizations, that get foundation funding and tax dollars. Right. They're putting together books that actually show children pictures and describe scenes of bestiality, sadomasochism, and hardcore sex. Right. Um, so your child may or may not decide uh, he's a boy, he decides he's a woman, or, or you have a young lady, a daughter, and he decides he wants to be a boy, or binary. They also promote binary where you can be both sexes at the same time, and they say that's okay, even though it's metaphysically impossible. But so whether there's the gender switching roles or not, you still have the over-sexualization thing. Right. So even if the children re remain true to how they were born and remain heterosexual, they still might behave um, illicitly or in, in negative self-defeating ways. Uh, one night stands, um, never, never able to form a normal relationship, and they might have a very unsuccessful life in terms of forming relationships with the opposite sex. So the damage that this causes... Um, and the issues that surround it is not limited to crossing the line in terms of gender. It's also going to have an effect on people's normal sexual relations and make those more degraded. Right. And so it really poisons the whole well. You've heard of the term poisoning the yeah, well. Now to, get, now, to get into the specifics, um, Jane Eden, the Idaho Eagle Forum um, 
leader that, with whom I spoke and who informed me about this, who told me about the National Education Association, the largest teachers union, uh, being a major sponsor of this. And they're having their annual conference, as noted, July 3 through 7, 2019 in Houston, Texas, at the George Brown Convention Center. Uh, we've all seen that, that Brown Convention Center, a very large, yeah. along uh, Highway 59. Um, what some of the organizations involved in this, I, I mentioned some of the non-governmental organizations. One of the ma major financiers is the Arcus Foundation, A-R-C-U-S, Arcus Foundation. And that is led by a man, John Stryker, S-T-R-Y-K-E-R, -E Stryker, which is a well-known family uh, associated with hospital equipment in Western Michigan. Much, much like the Upjohn name in Western Michigan or Amway in Western Michigan and Grand right. Rapids, these are major sources of money in the Western Michigan establishment. And John Stryker, J-O-N on John, is the founder and president of the Arcus Foundation, a private global grant-making grant organization with offices, get this, in New York City, Kalamazoo, Michigan, that's West Michigan, and all the way over in Cambridge, United Kingdom. Wow. That far-reaching. Arcus supports the advancement of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender human rights, and they add the conservation of the world's great apes. They're into saving the apes. That's mm -hmm. another matter. But let, let it not be understated that when they talk about merely protecting LGBTQ rights, and that's controversial enough if you get into the details, oh, if it were only the protection in a more defensive mode of LGBTQ rights. Uh, I may or may not have that much problem with that if it were isolated to taking the existing LGBTQ population as misled as they may be, and simply making sure they can vote, simply making sure that they can carry on at least some or many of the normal functions of society, yeah. uh, owning businesses. Jason and I are not out on some pogrom here. This is not some uh, purge of LGBTQ people uh, in, in the general sense. What this is, though, and what Mr. Stryker is not telling you, is this is taking the LGBTQ worldview and pushing it on unsuspecting children and right. parents. That's what's and happening. And using tax dollars combined with grant dollars and pushing it into the schools. And as you said, very important, Jason, it's not an elective. The kids that are going to be in schools that adopt these books and philosophies are going to have mandated classes and indoctrination and immersion in this stuff. Yeah. By all right. indications. Uh, now, I stand corrected if, if it's an elective and parents would have the option of saying no and having the opt-out option. I'm, we might not even be here today if it had the opt-out option, although I think we would, but because the opt-out option and escape hatch would, would probably be used pretty heavily and most parents would opt out. But here's the thing, the, this is being done rather, not totally, but rather under the floorboards. A lot of people, a lot of hardworking parents, two-parent homes where they're both working, one-parent home, uh, where the mom or dad is the parent, there's been a divorce or separation and, and both parents are working, there's not much control over what goes on with the kids. They probably aren't going to know much, if anything, about this. And it, and it will be, by all indications, mandated, not an elective class. So, other organizations involved are the 
Drumroll, please, the Youth and Gender Media Project. So the Arcus Foundation mm -hmm. in West Michigan, New York City, and Cambridge, UK is largely funding. Yeah. The Youth and Gender Media Project is one of those that receives funding. And it is um, very interesting in terms of what this has to say. Um, in, in what they describe themselves as, the Youth and Gender Media Project, it was founded by award-winning filmmaker and media activist Jonathan Skernick, S-K-U-R-N-I-C, Jonathan Skernick. And the Youth and Gender Media Project produces short films and school curricula that capture the diversity and complexity of young people who are questioning the binary male-female concept of gender. That's, that's the natural born concept right. of gender, what they call binary. Right. In the family journey, raising gender non-conforming children, that's one of their productions, family members invite you into their transformation from denial of transgenderism into acceptance and eventually celebration of their courageous children for having left their natural born binary identity and moving into this gender bender uh, Marxist idea, cultural Marxism, everything's right, right um, everything's right, nothing's wrong, uh, everything's wrong. I, I mean, that whole confusion of right and wrong, you know, everyone's in charge, no one's in charge, everyone's right, no one's right, uh, north, south, and east, and west, we don't even know which direction those are right. anymore. But um, that is so, I mean, that's so telling. That's exactly their agenda, is to bring... Everybody, you're in denial. So if you believe that God created man and woman, if you believe uh, that particular case, because God made male and female, man and woman. He made Adam and Eve. He didn't make Adam and Steve. And so from that, what they're saying is, you're just in denial. You're in denial. You're in denial, and there has to be a transformation in your life so you can accept and you can come to grips with what they say is normal, which you could be anything. And that's where, now Mark, there's something like over a hundred genders. So you could be a 50 year old male in the natural, but wanna be a six year old unicorn ballerina. You could be anything. That's where these gender classes are coming in. It is absurd. I mean, that, that doesn't even make any sense. But that's how it's metaphysically far off. it's metaphysically impossible. It, it, right. it's, it's absolute falsehoods is yeah. what it is. It's, yeah. it's not exactly. just one of the things we have to be careful of. This is not a he said she said issue. Right. The, what the things being discussed are metaphysically impossible in their broader scope that Jason yeah. described. Uh, National Geographic was bad enough when it had the pink-haired boy that turned to turned to a girl. Right. Whereas National Geographic used to be kind of a boring, dry, droll recitation of geographical and geological and, and biological information about the animal kingdom, about different cultures. Nothing to do with cultural Marxism or pushing the envelope, but we've all seen that cover. Yeah. And in there, they listed, if memory serves, no less than 21 varieties. Now, quite honestly, 100, this is the first I'm hearing of it right yeah. here, right now. I've heard of over 20. Yeah. Over 20. Uh, Who's ever saying this, ladies and gentlemen, is engaging in fantasies far beyond even the normal boundaries of most fantasies. This stuff is largely impossibilities, biologically, metaphysically, 
across the board. There's only so many options out there. Nature abhors a vacuum and um, nature is pretty specific. 23 chromosomes XX, 23 chromosomes XY makes 46, makes a new human being. Right. Now that is as fixed as electrons and protons and neutrons having certain properties. Right. It isn't subject to human opinion. It doesn't change just because you want it to. The fact that this table is hard doesn't change because I want it to be soft. Right. Liquid water doesn't suddenly That's become right. non-liquid out of the whims of my mind. Right. And if I'm being too extreme in that, so be it. No, but that's exactly right. It is fantasy. And the problem is they want you to accept their fantasy. So it's not, it's not just that they're living in a fantasy. You know, whatever they do in private is private. But now they want you to go into their bedroom. Into their fantasy. Into their fantasy right. and accept it. And if you don't accept it, then you're a bigot, a racist, and you're full and, of hate. And a bully. And a bully. A big time bully. So by definition. And that's, and that's the problem. Think about it, Mark. Think about it, audience. That it's one thing. It'd be... It would be one thing if they just, okay, this is what, they're, what they do and they do in private, right? But not that that's acceptable, but they want you to accept it and live in their fantasy world. And Think you'll, of how you'll notice, crazy that is. You'll notice that they don't have a private school somewhere where you enter that school at your free will and you decide to go there for like supplementary classes and you're knowingly and willfully and, and the parents and kids and everybody understands what they're getting into. No, they're taking materials with foundation money, producing films and books, and very, very stealthily moving into the publicly tax-financed school system. Yeah, right. They cannot sell this product, ladies and gentlemen, without, without sleight of hand and without deception. Right. No one would buy it, so they want to force it upon you through this legitimacy, through this exactly. sleight of hand. No exactly. one would buy it on the open market, yeah. or so few it wouldn't matter. Yeah. And that's why, how, how long have they used a, a birth certificate? You know, when you go to the hospital and a child is born, male, female. How many centuries? How long? I mean, it's been that way forever. But now they're changing it. Now, scientifically, they're coming up, making up and fabricating stuff because they want you to accept it. And you've just been in denial all this time. Right, so, right. Yeah, it, it, we just don't understand, Jason. Yeah, you know, we, we just, just don't, don't get it. We just don't get it. So, what else, Mark? Are they well? Also, also in the um, Youth and Gender Media Project, they talk about another production called Becoming Joanna, and it tells the story of a 16-year-old transgender Latina, many of whom are raised strict Catholic. Keep that in mind. Living in L.A., who is taken into foster care when her religious immigrant mother, that means devoutly religious, probably Catholic mother, yeah. refuses to accept Joanna's transition to a young mm -hmm. woman, to a young woman named Joanna. So this is a boy becoming Joanna. And the, 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 the religious, presumably Catholic mother, well, she's the problem, you see. She doesn't yeah. get If only she would see the light. Yeah. And... Create so, and then creating gender inclusive schools. Note the title of that: creating gender inclusive schools. Yeah. we'll talk about the word inclusive in wow. a minute. Provides a behind the scenes look 
at a public elementary school that trains their entire school community, students, teachers, parents, and staff, parents, question mark, about gender inclusion, stereotyping, and bullying. Wow. And there's that bullying, like you said. Very yeah, now, the word inclusive is used in the, in the Marxist revolutionary sense. The word inclusive means to exclude those that don't buy this. Oh. Okay. It does Good not point. mean including in any meaningful, in, 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 in any meaningful uh, uh, systematic way, it does not mean including those that object or those that are neutral among the straight heterosexual crowd. It means that they need to at least accept it, even though, even they, may not, even though they may not get actively involved, they, they at least need to accept it. Right. Not protest. But if they're kind of quiet about it and they don't want to say anything and they're, they're very sternly neutral or they openly object, they are not part of that word, inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very important part yeah, to when, understand. When you when, hear when that word hear inclusive, that word. think of excluding those right. that object or, exactly. or those that are on the margins and are just going, hmm, I don't know. I'm skeptical. Yeah. And so that way it's a very decisive. Yeah, but it's very decisive, inclusive of everyone except those that don't accept it. Yeah. Which is typical of the Marxist lexicon. It's the words the words they use, the loaded words they use are always are always negotiable. Right. They always end up not meaning what they say. Right. You know, uh, it takes a village to raise a child actually means parental rights denied. Yeah. There's always a hidden agenda within, always that. within Marxist language yeah. and, and internationalist uh, Marxist language. In Tolerance, acceptance, there's it, always... Yeah, to, which actually means intolerance of those right. who don't tolerate the revolutionary movement. Acceptance means the non-acceptance of those that don't tolerate or don't yeah. agree with the revolutionary movement. Always. Yeah. yeah. You see, ladies and gentlemen? Very. Yeah. Very, very, very pernicious. Yes. Yeah. And so... Our films, this project goes on to say, introduce profoundly new concepts, you think? Like the idea that even a young child can be transgender and the new and still rare use of hormone blockers to delay puberty. Universal themes like family acceptance, being true to oneself, coming of age, the power of community, and the importance of tolerance and love Tolerance and love don't mean the right, what we think here. Right. Make these films accessible and deeply moving. Deeply moving to whom? Even to people who may be resistant to the idea of transgender youth, which is a completely presumptuous statement. They have right. no idea. Yeah. And that, so that is something about the Youth and Gender Media Project and the Arcus Foundation. And there's another one we can talk about. While you go there, Mark, I'm gonna, I'll say this as a pastor. This is a project, and it's a project from the pits of hell. This is evil, perverted, and wicked. And, you know, and, and that's all you see here. You know what I mean? You're saying, here at World Impact News, we're talking about spiritual things. You better believe it. Because without a moral compass, a moral guide, and God being that source, everything's shot. Nothing else. It's typical of the whole story of the human race. Whenever humanity has tried to jettison the moral order, right? What is sometimes called the logos, yeah, the basic moral framework of society, 
And that means that our economics should have a moral dimension, and they often don't, and we see what That's happens. That's right. That means everything we do necessarily, in one way or another, to one degree or another, has a moral dimension. Logos is the basic framework, the fundamental idea that nature abhors a vacuum and there's a moral order, and that uh, Catholic and Protestant theologians and commentators and pastors have all referred to the Logos. Yes. The basic truth woven into the fabric of existence. Which, which is the Word. Logos. Right. It means the Word. Right. And the Word is expressed in Scripture, and that is meant to be the owner's manual, the basic guidepost of humanity. Right. So you have the Word of God. And which, we have the revelations, the Old Testament and the newer revelation, the New Testament. And at any rate... So here's another... Yeah, we have another one called Gender Spectrum. And Gender Spectrum, and uh, as I understand it, having talked to uh, Jane Eden of the Idaho Eagle Forum and Orlean Curla also of the California Eagle Forum, uh, Gender Spectrum uh, uh, publishes a lot of books. The other one I mentioned gets mostly into films. Uh, the books are The Transgender Teen. There's one title. The Youth and Gender Media Project and Gender Spectrum, Creating Gender Inclusive Schools. Now that, now that one's a film. Okay, wait a minute. Gender Spectrum is selling the other one. Excuse me. The one I just mentioned, the Youth and Gender Media Project, their products appear on Gender Spectrum. Okay. And then Gender Spectrum it's is... It's like a collaboration. Correct. Just like with the Arcus Foundation monetarily. Right. And then Gender Spectrum itself produced... Evidently itself produced the, the Transgender Teen, which is a book or guide. The Transgender Child, not just teen, but child, also produced by Stephanie Brill, one of the major gender spectrum leaders. B-R-I-L-L, Stephanie Brill. The Gender Creative Child by Diane Aronsaft. PhD with a foreword by Norman Speck, S-P-A-C-K-M-D. Yeah, you don't even want to read just a little intro of these books. It's, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty amazing yeah. stuff. And um, just to give you a quick example, in The Transgender Teen, the new comprehensive guidebook by Gender Spectrum helps the reader increase their understanding of gender and explores the unique challenges that thousands of families face every day raising a teenager who may be transgender, non-binary, gender fluid, which can mean both genders depending on the day, the week, the month, right, or otherwise gender expansive, another one of their many terms, dozens of terms, right, Combining years of experience working in the field with extensive research and personal interviews, really, the authors cover pressing concerns related to physical and emotional development, social and school pressures, medical considerations, and family communications. Well, the medical considerations, such as actually physically removing your, your sexual organs right. or altering them, those complications are created by this agenda. Yeah. And imagine, you know, I've, I've, I've heard different ones share on how they had a sex change and how they lived in darkness and depression. Yes. And how their life was totally wrecked and in chaos because of that choice, that decision they made to 
change sex to actually have the sex change. I mean, because it is affecting people psychologically. It's affecting the fallout from this of what people are going through and living this life of a falsehood is doing to them and the world that they live in because of the decisions and really bad decisions they made. And before we get into the NEA's agenda as analyzed by the Eagle Forum to summarize this video, and the media, Jason, when it comes to this issue, it's just like the abortion issue. They're all on the side of the transgender movement. Right. Again, balance is thrown out the window. Uh, there's been articles from the McAllen Monitor on up that celebrate and speak very, or at least largely positively, of people that are either contemplating or going through actual gender change surgery. Not simply changing their identity in terms of their psychological outlook. So you're talking about actually cutting into people's bodies. Yeah. Wow. And as this movement uh, implants these ideas and immerses kids in it, starting as we're understanding from the, from the age of three on up, those kind of things, unless parents steer the kids away from them, or uncles and aunts and grandparents and other influences or churches, unless those kids are steered away from this path, then more of this... Um, surgery that some might call desecration is going to happen. Yeah. But again, the media is not is not innocent here. They are a party. They're complicit in yeah. this. Now, this is a very big problem wow. with so-called mainstream media. They have got to learn to stop advocating for such revolutionary changes without giving anything about the other side. The, the only exceptions I've heard about, and uh, before we get into a very important NEA document to wrap this up, is that lis listening to Eagle Forum members and others that have been on the front lines of this, they have had to go so far as to show reporters not just reciting things out of books, not just quoting things out of books and manuals uh, written by these organizations I've named today. They have had to actually show reporters the pictures or film clips within the productions of these revolutionary organizations. Uh -huh. So the reporters understand how sexually explicit this is, even for elementary age kids. Wow. Only then have some reporters, S-O-M-E, some, not all, but some, written more balanced accounts about this. Yeah. In other words, the devil's in the details and the reporters, the media, have to see the details. It's not enough to just quote things. We have to show unfortunately, some of the very illicit and some of the most disturbing material to yeah. get the message across. Right. Wow. I had a scary thought when you were talking about that. Because think about this. I mean, this, this is very, very scary of what it could, could evolve into, what it could turn into is. Because think about it is, when a child is born, now you have a child that's born, say it's a boy, usually there's, in most senses, uh, most... Uh, it's common for the boy to be circumcised. But can you imagine where this could go? Where the, the parent can now make a decision of what that child, or let me say it better, the way that this organization is packaging it, is that society, the culture, the, the country can decide what sex you should be. And even at a young age. Could it be that you're, you're born a boy, but... They're going to choose, based Four on population, population, 
based upon certain other cultural, uh, community, whatever standards that they determine that you're going to be a girl. In or other you're words, going to be a boy. In other words, is, is, the, is this be, leading to gender, yeah. gender assignment? Exactly. Assignment based on some arbitrary um, Marxist, internationalist, globalist uh, criteria. Yeah. Where they say, as we crunch the data, the actuarial statistics, the birth rate, the death rate, the food supply, we really are lacking girls. So some of the boys born are going to be assigned to be girls. Exactly. So, or whatever in society that they determine, because it's no longer limited to a boy or a girl. So whatever society is, you know what I mean? It's almost like this is what you're going to be. This is the robot we want to create you. It sounds extreme, but look at look at what's happening here. No, it's not extreme because like we say in, in this uh, lexicon of, of uh, Marxist uh, bending of the language, they don't want to just bend gender. They want to bend the language. Right. Words don't mean ex exactly what they say, which we've covered already. Right. When they use the word choice, ladies and gentlemen, they don't really mean choice in the positive sense always. Right. What seems like an individual's choice today, I'm a boy but I want to be a girl, could, as Jason is suggesting, become some outside agency's choice tomorrow. Exactly. I'm a boy and I'm okay with it, but some outside um, Marxian, tyrannical, uh, bureaucratic entity is telling me, no, what, what you are is not what we want you to be. Exactly. We have the choice. See, so ladies and gentlemen, you may not always have the choice if, if you're into the LGBTQ thing right now and you're a boy, you want to be a girl, you're a girl, you want to be a boy, and that might seem great to you, but that choice might be taken away from all of humanity and assigned to outside agencies, meaning that straight people and gay people are both being misled by powers outside themselves. That's it, Mark. Think about what Hitler did. What was he trying to well, create? Well, all tyrants. Uh, all effective tyrants, yeah. uh, Pol Pot, uh, Stalin, across the board. Yeah. There's always something where it has a public definition and then there's the real definition. Right. Here's what we say it means, here's what it really means. Exactly. But going on, with the National Education Association, that big union meeting July 3 through 7 in Houston, uh, and having the transgender thing under their wing, the Eagle Forum. Uh, produced a report, and anyone that contacts uh, World Impact News or myself, my blog is thetruthhound.com, and we'll give contact information um, along with these videos. The uh, NEA resolutions, the National Education Association from 2018-2019, resolution B31, educational programs in support of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, non-binary, and questioning students. That's another category, is questioning. There's expansive and there's questioning. And when you mean questioning, like... Questioning their gender. Or questioning their gender, okay. Right. And um, so B31, Be Like Boy 31, that resolution from the 2018-2019 NEA resolutions had that content. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, B31 goes on to say the National Education, Education Association supports appropriate and inclusive educational programs that address the unique needs and concerns of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and questioning, which is kind of like expansive students. The association, the NEA, also supports efforts and contributions by educators, parents and guardians, community leaders, 
organizations, there's those outside agencies, yep. and partners in the development of these programs. Specific programs should provide a acknowledgement of the significant contributions of diverse LGBTQ persons in American history and culture, B, involvement of educators knowledgeable in LGBTQ issues in the development of educational materials, the development of educational materials yeah. that integrate factual, factual information about the history, social movements, and current events of LGBTQ people, and C, development, developmentally appropriate local, state, and national resources, which they mean educational. See, so this is very comprehensive parents and guardians and teachers and all these unnamed outside agencies, well, we've named some today, the Arcus Foundation right. and this, these other projects that produce films and books. This is basically the issue, uh, Jason. Uh, it's, it's like the abortion movement when it was first launched by Margaret Sanger in the early 20th century. Uh, this is a full frontal assault on the psyche of children, yes. whereas in that day, it was a full frontal assault on the psyche of adults, particularly women, right. to make it seem like pregnancy was an aberration, an inconvenience, something that's that can, should, be able, should be able to be terminated at will. Right. And what they actually uh, sell is the idea that your will should override the logos, the word. That human will, when you have an opinion, when you have a desire to do something, the mere fact that you want to do it is justification for doing it. The idea that whatever you choose to do must be the right choice simply because you chose it. Yeah. If you want to jump yeah. off a cliff, it's the right thing to do because you chose it. Yeah. If you want to uh, put a brick on the gas pedal with your kids in a car and let that car go over a cliff and burn into flames, if you chose to do it, it can't be wrong because you chose it. Yeah. Human choice is a God in itself now. Did you know that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. All choices are self-justifying. Yeah. All you have to do is want to do something and it's wow. right simply because you want to do it. Wow. Yeah. Hyper-libertarianism, yeah. sold as freedom. Freedom without responsibility. Right. But ultimately what they're doing is... Which is tyranny. That's exactly it. They're taking away your freedom. They like to use it free. Under the, live free. Live, do whatever you want to do. Under the guise of freedom, you have none. But they take it away. Right. They're stripping it away at the very fabric and core of freedom itself, which is given to us by our Creator, by God Almighty. So right. It's a, it's, which is not free to do whatever you want. Because the other side of this is, it's amazing to hear all of the documentation, the books, their plan and projects that they're putting together, but they never talk about the consequences. They never talk about the consequences of making bad choices. They never t talk about the other things. Now, the sexual diseases, the, the actual uh, suicide rates, the, the people that live in depression, and the, the unwanted pregnancies that, right. that could become abortions. That's right. Through, exactly. Through the sexual radicalization. They never talk about any of that. The results of bad choices or the consequences of those actions. And in fact, all choices have consequences. Good and right. bad choices have good or bad consequences. Right. That's how you measure whether you're going the right direction or not. Exactly. And if you make a bad choice inadvertently and you get bruised up, you learn from it. 
Yeah. You dust yourself off and you vow not to go that direction anymore. But right. this has none of that. It, it has all the trappings of these words, inclusive, choice, freedom, that don't actually mean any of those things. Nothing. Nothing to do War with... War is peace, freedom is slavery, 1984, here we come, George Orwell. Yeah. Well, it's true. And I believe that, that wraps it up. I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a very heavy subject, but it's a subject that everyone needs to get involved with. And I'll close it with this. You know, the Bible talks about it in Romans 1. You can go read 25, 26, and 27. It really talks about how man turned away from God and started to serve the creation that God made above God. And so, and in that, in that became perversion. And people began, says even the woman left her natural sexual, uh, the way that God, her natural sexuality, the way that God created her and started having sexual relations with women. How man left his natural sexual sexuality, how God created him and began to have sex and do perverted things with other men. And that is really the basis of what's happening. And so you can see a great attack. But what every listener, I want you to catch this. And this is Mark and I. What we want you to catch is this is happening to babies. This is happening to small children. This is happening to young adults. This is happening to the youth of America. And we cannot stand by and let it happen. So get involved. Again, and I would add that getting involved besides talking to your local sheriff to make sure law enforcement understands because there will be community conflict as some parents learn of this and disagree. But also, we're not saying don't talk to your school board. We're saying talk to law enforcement first and make sure they understand the score. But talk to your school board. Talk to school board members individually first before you talk to them as a group. If you talk to them as a group, they'll close ranks. They'll use what's called the Delphi Technique. But talk to them individually, mainly, as well as law enforcement. And when, if you talk to the media, you have to get the details. You have to show them the explicit details to make sure they understand the ramifications of this. Because we're talking about pornography. We're talking about where they would come in and teach uh, little boys how to have safe anal sex. Fisting. Fisting. Perverted. This Sa- is sadomasochism. And we're talking about watching videos that include all of this. So, I mean, that are, that are perverted in every nature of the imagination that is being, subject, our young children are being subjected to. This is abuse. This is abuse. There's and, very and few things the where, yeah, there's very few things it. where you could say it's child abuse before they're even in the presence of children. Right. But, but this is a, a forward, forward contemplated, planned, agenda driven, Intent, willfully and knowingly, willfully and knowingly planning to abuse children. Exactly. It's not inadvertent. It's not spur of the moment. It's not an impulse. This is a deliberative, planned agenda, knowingly and willfully planning to carry out the psychological abuse of children, which can lead to physical consequences. Right. So there we go. So thanks for watching. Share this video. Get informed. Again, you can read Mark's blog at thetruthhound.com. And uh, thank you for watching. This is World Impact News. I'm Jason Mangum and Mark Anderson. See you next time. See you next time.